What's up, everybody? This is uh, Blake Train Alex here for episode two of the Weekend Warriors podcast. We uh, are doing this podcast for you guys to, talking about how you can travel on the weekends while having a nine to five job and uh, kind of our experiences through that. This week, talking about an awesome trip that we've been on, a not so awesome trip that we've been on, and then how preparing better could have. Um, made that not-so-awesome trip a little better. I guess to kick this off with, Trey, if you want to talk about our like super cool trip that we had going down to Florida and kind of thinking behind what we wanted to get on that trip and where we went and just what transpired. I mean... You know, Blake kind of just was like, hey, I really want to go do the springs in Florida. And, you know, I used to live at the beach. So, like, you know, going to the springs at the beach and, like, even just the beach in general, I was never interested in it just because I lived there. And, you know, when you live somewhere, you don't go there as often, contrary to popular belief. But, you know, I never had the chance to do underwater photography. And... I had the chance to do it now and I'm just like, all right, let's do it. And next thing you know, we're like staying in an Airbnb, like somewhere in Florida outside of a spring, drove like five hours through the night just to get there. It just turned into like one of the coolest trips we had ever been on. I mean, we went from like springs to rope swings to meeting new people to, you know, just everything you could think of. I totally forgot, too, that Alex texted me and said that you guys decided that you were going to stop and stay somewhere else after I got into the Airbnb. Oh, yeah, that that was that was pretty funny. I was pretty pissed. Let's yeah, we were like we were like five <laughs> minutes away from you. And I was just like, hey, uh, let's see what let's see what happens. And I think at first you were just like, "Nah, this didn't happen. And then as I kept going, you were just like, bruh. <laughs> that was funny. Um, <laughs> Alex, what do you think about like shooting underwater for the first time? Because I've been there before and kind of done it a little bit, but it was both of y'all's first time there. It was definitely a new dynamic. It was cool to like kind of experiment like with underwater photography for real. Like it's not as easy as you make it out to be because um, you're not battling the element of water and like the current and the people around you kind of thing. So it's definitely. Um, Definitely, definitely a, I wouldn't say a weakness, but definitely something uh, that's pretty hard to kind of adapt to. And one thing, definitely, if you're ever interested in water photography, investing in a good case that doesn't uh, humidify on the inside of it and get very blurry every five seconds is perfect. Try to, it, 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 it definitely pays off getting a nice case for, for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. My hard case was amazing. your hard case was literally a dream come true. It was, I was just like, <laughs> I don't, I was like, man, I can actually go underwater and stay under there. Like I can see the screen. It was, yeah, it was a luxury. Yeah, it was super interesting going. So like all the springs are just like incredibly beautiful. Um, they all bring like a different dynamic depending on where you are. Like uh, we first hit uh, what was the Devil's Den, which was like terrible, terrible lighting, but an incredible place. Um, we had to get there really early before the crowds and everything. I don't even know. Did, like, did you guys have any pictures that came out from that place? Um, I had a cool shot of the scuba divers, and that was really it. 
Yeah, it was yes. like you're shooting at super high ISO to get anything there at all. Um, I was at like 6400 on that shot too. Yeah, it, that was hard. And from there, we went to this place called Blue. Uh, it was like Blue Hole or Blue Springs. And what Alex was talking about earlier, like battling the current, like literally the water is just gushing out of this spring. And you swim down and you swim to the edge of it and just get pushed back. So like as you're trying to shoot, you're actively getting pushed back. It was just like crazy. Yeah, I remember trying to swim over it and I just it was just like impossible, especially like when you have a camera in one hand and you're trying to swim with like the other hand and the water's freezing and like your flippers are just not strong enough. Like obviously we weren't like, you know, we weren't skilled enough in the art of swimming uh, just yet with a camera. But I feel like at the end of the trip, I was like a master. (laughs) You think you go back and do it better than before? Oh, 100, 110%. I could swim all the way to the bottom of the, of the, of the, <laughs> of the thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I doubt that. that out. Chill out. Yeah, we went to, uh, so if you haven't been to Jenny Springs, um, or Blue Springs, um, I think we also went to like Poe Springs and then the Devil's Den in North Florida. I would highly recommend that, especially if you're an outdoor photographer. You can get these bag cases that Trey and Alex got. I don't know how much those were for you guys. 60 bucks. Yeah, like it was very inexpensive. Yeah, so 60 bucks to shoot underwater and I think they worked on like multiple types of cameras too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're meant for DSLRs, but it works with Sony and everything. And if you're down to get up early and before like everyone hits the water, then you can get some really beautiful shots. So, I mean, we had, you know, we had a good time in Florida, but I mean, let's look at the opposite. Like, what about that time we went to Yona and just, you know, it was, it was awesome up until the sun dipped down and it just kind of went downhill from there. Blake, go ahead and and tell them about, you know, the Eno camping you attempted to do. Yeah. So Kaylee, my girlfriend and I have decided to camp in a hammock up on the mountain, which it was not like bad weather at all when we got up there and we both had zero degree sleeping bags. So we thought we'd be fine. It was supposed to get down to like 50 degrees, but the wind was so bad that we were freezing all night and ended up hiking back down at like 1130 at night. Kaylee tripped and fell as we were hiking and like carrying everything. And I was carrying a dog all the way down too. And we just camped in the car and it wasn't like an easy hike up or down huge elevation gain. And it's like, I would say if you're someone that hikes around Georgia, you like know that Yona is a bad hike. I didn't really tell Trey and Alex that before going in. Very unprepared. Um, <laughs> and Alex brought like a makeshift tent and Trey brought like one blanket for his, uh, for his tent and his dog sleeping in, uh, sleeping in the elements which was genius. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I just kind of, just to kind of follow up on that. Like I remember looking at Alex and he goes, Oh crap. I forgot the stakes for my tent. And then he goes, Oh, good idea. Here's a stick. And I'm look. I'm literally like filming. He's like going to take a rock and hit the stick in the ground. And use it <laughs> as a stake. And then all you see is just the stick just fly. Like, just like, hundred yards away after he hits it and i'm like this is not gonna work 
But somehow he managed to to get the tent to stay up. Don't ever um, question the skin. Kind of. Yeah, that <laughs> was like survival mode. Uh, if that's what you call oh, survival yeah. mode, I do not need to go anywhere else with you. <laughs> I think that was the same but tent I, that I had of yours that you took to um, Tennessee. Yeah, and I threw away. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, is that the one from Dirt Cheap? Yep, Dirt Cheap. I bought two tents from Dirt Cheap, and I've learned my lesson. So just don't do that. Dirt Cheap, not a sponsor. Yeah, not a sponsor. We don't sponsor Dirt Cheap. Nope. Um, <laughs> but no, I remember waking up at like 3 o'clock. And my dog, and like this is this is when I knew, like I had to get off of this mountain. I looked down, and my little poor dog is like shivering, and I'm like, "Oh, my baby is shivering. Like we gotta go." And I was like, "But I'm tired." And so I just kind of rested for another like 30 minutes, and then it was just like, "No, gotta go." I packed the tent up in like five seconds, and like kicked Alex's tent. I was like, "Alex, get up." If you don't leave now, you're gonna die. Like, come on, we have to go. Like, Dude, that was it's freezing. <laughs> I know, and like, I did. Like, I brought a blanket. Yeah, and a no, dog. we had like, two completely different extremes. You, uh, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but I, I just, I didn't want to go down by myself, you know. And like, Sam was like shivering so bad, and like, I didn't want to leave you up there by yourself either. And you wake up and be like, oh my god, where did they go? I hope they didn't go to Denny's without me. Yeah, see, yeah. I woke up and I was like, where's Alex? Or not, where's Alex? Where's Blake and where's Kaylee? Come to find out, they're at Huddle House. <laughs> <laughs> I was it so it had to be done. But in making our way down, um, it got easier and easier. And uh, as we got down, less and less windy. Um, that was one thing we experienced up on Yuna Mountain was just the wind was ginormous. And I think that leads into like being very well prepared if any of you guys want to like talk more into that yeah so um being prepared is uh is key to anything i mean not only just in traveling but in life itself you need to be prepared in the fact that like you know make sure you have a sleeping bag make sure that you like if you have to leave like one lens at home so that you can you know bring a rain jacket instead like do that like you don't like Weather can change at any given point, and, like, if it rains and you don't have a rain jacket or, like, you're not prepared and, like, you know, you left your rain tarp at home or whatever it may be, like, you need to be prepared for that. And I think Blake can talk about this more, especially since he Eno camped, but he had, like, a really nice hammock. Yeah, that, like, that honestly surprised me because I had a zero-degree sleeping bag, and I I thought, like, I over-prepared for the situation, but it wasn't the case. And I think that, like, there are a ton of small things that you don't think are super necessary a lot of the time or don't think about that are actually huge. One being, like, they have these under blanket things that you can get for Eno so that none of the wind affects you. And that would have been huge there. Or like Trey said, like, just bringing a rain jacket, especially if your camera is not weather sealed, which mine is not. So I almost always have a rain jacket on me if I'm not using like a weatherproof bag for my camera. Yeah, along with that, like you always have like a lighter and a knife with you too, which honestly can come in like super handy, especially if you're camping. Yeah. Um. Another thing, like I haven't done it as often, but when I was when I first started camping and hiking, I would always bring an extra pair of socks and an extra like you know, hat, whether it be a beanie or like a, uh, just a cap in general. 
I don't I couldn't tell you how many times when we were in Portland that I went through socks because of you know you would go hiking and like as you gradually went up the mountain you would start to get into like you know some slush and then into snow and then you'd get up there and you'd come back and your socks would be soaking wet or you know your boots or whatever it may be and like you don't you don't quite realize like how important like the little things are until you need them and you're like hiking down a mountain like with frozen feet and you just want to get in a fresh pair of socks you know things do happen and like socks are so necessary man like you don't understand yeah that and like snacks um we didn't have those when we went up on the mountain either that night well see like um you know um you know my cousin matt he actually is a pre-diabetic and so like anytime he goes with us you know he brings snacks but i'll have to also make sure that i bring snacks for him just in case he forgets and like that's another big thing like be aware of the people that you're going with and like be aware of any conditions they may have because if they forget something you don't want them to be stranded on top of a mountain and like you have to like drag them down it's easy to prep for things that you know you need but like make sure the people around you are good too Mm -hmm. and the last thing i guess um in terms of preparation is both like mental and in terms of what gear you're bringing and that's like thinking about what shots you want to get beforehand either if you know the landscape or not and that goes back to florida like I had been there once before and kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I also did a lot of research about the places and like looked at a bunch of people that had been there before and stuff like that. And we actually have an Instagram group that we like sent stuff back and forth and be like, Hey, this looks interesting. Like we should do this. We should get something like this, but a different angle. And so that kind of leads to us like preparing, I guess, both mentally, like, how am I going to do this differently? Um, but also like getting that picture, uh, literally of what kind of we want to do in our heads. But I mean, it also like when you're planning your, your shots, you also get to see like, okay, I really want to, let's say you go to Utah, you know, okay, I really want to get this shot on top of angels landing. And then you like dive into what it takes to get up to angels landing. And you're like, okay, am I prepared for that? Like mentally, physically, am I prepared for that? And, you know, if you're not, don't do it because you don't want to risk it. And if you're not prepared, then obviously you don't need to do it. It seems like kind of like what you guys are saying is like that really, the really tiny incremental stuff that you really don't think is going to be a big deal. I know hiking up here on a mountain, I hiked with hiking boots without socks and that is the worst thing to do. So it's like tiny stuff like that. That was actually hilarious. When it's cold, bring a beanie, bring extra socks just because like, if you don't have that, it's going to be something that's annoying that you're going to have to deal with. And you're going to be way too far away from civilization at that point. So I think, uh, the closing point should be like for something like that is you can always bring clothes and take them off if you get too hot, but you can't go back and get more clothes if it gets too cold. So I think that's kind of, kind of the ending point. Yeah. I mean, until next time guys, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yep, catch y'all later. See you guys.